Hey, and welcome to Hypnotize Me, the podcast about hypnosis, transformation, and healing. This is Dr. Elizabeth Bonet, and I'm your host. This podcast is not a substitute for mental health treatment, nor should it be. If you need therapy or hypnotherapy, please seek a trained professional. I do hypnosis all over the world, so if you'd like to learn more about me, you can do that at my website, drlizhypnosis.com. That's D-R-L-I-Z hypnosis.com. Now on to our episode. Welcome to Hypnotize Me this week. This is Dr. Liz. So this is part two of the chronic pain series. And part one was last week, episode 73. So this is episode 74. And we're going to talk again about chronic pain. It's such a huge problem around the world. I gave the statistics last week. It's 20% of people around the world experience chronic pain, which is pain lasting more than about three to six months. And it's 76 million Americans. That's so many people. It gets astounding to me how many people fall into that classification. It affects healthcare, like the estimates are about 500 billion <laughs> medical care associated with disability, lost wages. These are, you know, people who can't work due to the chronic pain. The research is very clear, actually, that working helps people, okay, in all kinds of aspects of their life. Um, I know sometimes a fantasy is if I didn't have to work, everything would be so much better, right? Like, this is everybody's fantasy. If I won the lottery, I'd quit my job. I mean, I don't feel that way because I love my job, but I know that's a common fantasy of people. Often what they're not considering is that work serves as several functions. It gives structure to your week. It gives you self-esteem. Often you get social interaction with people. And in general, it decreases pain. Now, if it's causing you a lot of psychological pain, uh, please come see me. Okay, if you're in South Florida, or give me a call. If you're not, we could talk about it. You know, I can do uh, hypnosis. I can't do psychotherapy outside of my state. I can do it internationally. But I can do consultation in hypnosis. Hating your job is a huge problem. And I actually love working with that. Like, how do you change? I've changed careers several times in my life. So how do you change into something that's more meaningful and brings happiness to you. But anyway, let's get back to the point, chronic pain. All right. So the study I'm looking at this week is by Gary Elkins, Amy Johnson, and William Fisher, Cognitive Hypnotherapy for Pain Management, published in the American Journal of Clinical Hypnosis in 2012. It's issue 54. Part of why people want a natural treatment for chronic pain is because they don't like the medications. They don't like steroid kind of medications. They don't like how the medications make them feel. They don't like the side effects. Sometimes are limited in their effectiveness, like they don't work well, or they work for a little bit and then they stop, or, you know, it's all these different factors that go into medications. And, you know, there, there are some people who love medication and then they go into dependence and addiction sometimes too, which is a whole nother problem, particularly if doctors cut them off, which happens here in the U.S., I'm not quite sure internationally how that works, but they try to regulate them pretty strictly in the U.S. So doctors often cut people off and then they're left in 
severe pain because they're used to managing it with medication instead of developing other tools for it. Now, I do want to say here, I'm not talking about pain that's like, let's say someone's going through cancer. I'm saying this because I have a friend that's going through cancer and she had to have surgery and she couldn't actually get the pain medication that she needed. And she had a legitimate need at the time, just coming out of surgery and really needing some heavy duty painkillers to help her manage that for a while until the pain got less and then she could get off of them. Even hypnotherapy for that can be effective in helping reduce the pain. There is an episode I did with Dr. Holly Forrester Miller about hypnosis for cancer care. That's all about that. So you might want to go give that a listen. That's at drlizhypnosis.com slash episode, I think it's 71 or 72. I'm not going to check at this moment, but you can go see. All right. It will pop right up if you do a search on my website for cancer. So I want to say that this is more for like chronic problems over time. This is often back pain, fibromyalgia, autoimmune disorders, sickle cell disease, um, osteoarthritis. That's what this episode focuses more on when we're talking about chronic pain. So what do you do first? Generally, when you come into a hypnotherapist's office, we are going to take a history and see what's been going on and how long has the pain lasted and what it's about and look at some family history, some social history, you know, these work history, these type of things. That's what we're looking at. So first we're doing assessment and then we're going into assessing whether you in particular can be hypnotized. Now, most people can, but there is a certain small percentage of the population who can't. That doesn't mean that you're um, doomed, right? That doesn't mean that <laughs> you can't have more natural tools to handle your chronic pain. It means that perhaps for you, we'll focus more on relaxation techniques versus hypnosis techniques. We'll focus more on cognitive techniques versus hypnosis and cognitive techniques. So it, the focus of the treatment changes them. But if you can be hypnotized, then we go into teaching a relaxation kind of response. Then we go into doing a progressive relaxation type of induction. A, a lot of us, some practitioners use what they call rapid induction methods, which is not the progressive relaxation. It's more um, these other techniques they use. It's more what you see sometimes on like TV. Okay. Like, boom, they put your finger on your forehead and you fall asleep. Um, I've watched some like Ted talk video the other day that did that. And I was like, Oh, it sort of made me cringe, honestly. <laughs> right? um, but anyway, everybody has their own preference and some people prefer the rapid techniques versus the progressive relaxation. But what we're going to do is we're going to get you in a state where we have access to the subconscious mind to begin to work there to help you feel better and to help reduce your sensation of pain. So we do that progressive relaxation. We teach some of that as well that you can use at home. I know I do. Then we can teach several different techniques. So dissociation is one technique that we often teach. And the authors talk about this in the article. So it refers to a split in consciousness. 
in which the patient can become less aware of the perception of pain. So most people, when they talk about dissociation, it's in a negative context, like I shouldn't be dissociating or something. But when you're talking about chronic pain, then sometimes dissociating from the pain can be beneficial for you because then you don't feel it as much. Like, okay, I don't have to live in this pain all the time is the thought there. It is okay for me to dissociate some and um, give myself some relief here. So that's one technique. We teach how to do a natural anesthesia. So there's different ways that you and your body can learn to apply, quote unquote, a natural sense of anesthesia, like numbness to an area so that you don't feel pain from that area. So this is pain intensity reduction. And I did this just the other day in my office with someone struggling with migraines and she absolutely loved it. She said that is amazing. And it just gave her another tool in her toolbox to use. Another technique that the authors talk about is alteration in sensation. So this is a substitution of a painful sensation by a different sensation. So numbness, warmth, something like that instead of the pain sensation. Safe place imagery is important. So it's another tool that they list in this article. And this is where you take yourself away to a calm, safe, healing place in your mind. And this can be anything you create. So I've had clients create anything from like a white box with absolutely nothing in it to a beautiful waterfall scene. People create all kinds of different places. It can be a place of your imagination, or it can be a place that you actually visited at some point. And this, amazingly enough, will help reduce your sensation of pain when you're picturing yourself in this safe place, a safe healing place. Now, looking at the cognitions, that's just your thoughts. This is a fancy word for thoughts. It's also part of this article. So looking at what are the thoughts coming and what are they saying and how do they increase your sensation of pain or decrease your sensation of pain? So we look at that and we say, let's choose some thoughts that are more beneficial for you, or let's practice noticing the thoughts when they start to run out of control and shoot them out of the sky with our six shooters. Okay. Like, let's let those, uh, negative thoughts go boom, boom. We're done with those. And the positive ones come in. Distraction is another technique we teach. So sometimes you can't go into a hypnotic state, right? Many times, let's say you're working and you're going about your day and hypnotic state is not really an option for you at that moment. Distraction can be a good technique to use. So we review like what can be distracting for you. It's highly individual, but often People will find that, well, if I go work out in the yard for a little bit, then my pain disappears. Or if I go for a walk, or if I sit down and color some, okay, because often when you're dealing with chronic pain, it's really difficult to go for a walk or work in the yard or do some exercise. It does become sometimes um, off the list an option because it may cause more chronic pain it may cause a flare-up. So we develop all these lists of ways to distract yourself from it that aren't necessarily in the hypnotic state. Coloring, art, 
programming for some people, um, surfing the net, like just distract yourself for a little bit and see what happens to that sensation. Then the author's review research that dates back to 1983 now reports of using hypnosis to manage chronic pain date back much, much further, about 200 years. But he's looking at actual research studies that had positive results in reducing chronic pain. So he starts in 1983 and goes all the way up to 2011. Some of these studies used pain diaries, symptom checklists, actual physiological measures of pain. And they're all pretty clear that the hypnosis techniques that a patient can learn actually helps reduce not just the perception of pain, but also the actual sensation of pain in the body. So he reviews about 16 studies. And he talks about one of his own studies that was 39 advanced stage cancer patients with malignant bone disease. So the, these people were randomized to either weekly sessions of supportive attention or hypnotherapy, where they learned these techniques. And what they found is that the hypnotherapy group demonstrated a significant overall decrease in pain for all sessions combined. And he talks about a back pain study as well as a spinal cord injury study. Both groups of people reported substantial decreases in pain intensity from before to post-treatment. And the back pain people showed less depression as well, which is significant because depression and anxiety often go with chronic pain, but they don't have to. If it's left untreated, if it's, if someone doesn't have the support they need, then sometimes they'll go into that because it's so hard for them to manage. Like I totally get it. But these studies show that through natural techniques, you can decrease not just the chronic pain, but the depression and anxiety that go with it sometimes. So he goes on to talk about other conditions, fibromyalgia, non-cardiac chest pain. So this is where like everything's fine in your body, but you're still having some chest pain symptoms. And that study is really fascinating. 80% of hypnotherapy participants compared to 23% of controls experienced a global improvement in pain and pain intensity although not frequency. And the hypnotherapy group also resulted in greater improvement in overall well-being and reduction in the use of required medication. So that's pretty significant changes there. So that is just some of the research around hypnotherapy for chronic pain. Hey, okay, I could probably do like a whole year's worth of podcast episodes on all the different studies. But my summary here is for you to know that it's really effective. And the reason we go over some of these studies is to say, okay, this isn't just in your mind, quote unquote, like your mind is really powerful in terms of working with your body to decrease chronic pain. So that's it for this week. I hope you did get some benefit from the research I presented. I do have a download on my own website, Decrease Chronic Pain with Hypnosis. And it's a generalist one to reduce pain and help you move easier, feel more comfortable. If you go to 
drlizhypnosis.com slash downloads. You'll see it there. And it's more like a starter hypnosis for somebody to use. I think if you really want to address this in a direct way, the best thing you could do is find a hypnotherapist who's willing to work with you around this and teach you these different techniques over a couple of sessions. And then you can use the download in between the sessions to help you manage that. But it's a really good one. So so give it a look. You can buy it and download it immediately and start using it immediately. So it's really nice. I set that up that way on my website. So have a wonderful, wonderful week. Pain-free. So I'm going to think for you. Or reduce pain. Okay? <laughs> All right. Peace. I hope you truly enjoyed today's episode. Remember that you can get free hypnosis downloads over at my website, drlizhypnosis.com. D-R-L-I-Z hypnosis.com. I work all over the world doing hypnosis. So if you're interested in working with me, please schedule a free consultation over at my website and we'll see what your goals are and if I can be of service to you in helping you reach them. Finally, if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast or tell a friend. That way, more and more people learn about the power of hypnosis.